Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like a balloon today. Oh, we, we've delved to that level of radio. Yes. That now we're doing fart yeah, gags. Fart jokes, of course. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Harley and Josh show, where yeah. it doesn't get any better than that. Um, it definitely won't. <laughs> your music podcast by musicians. We've got some amazing new music. Please from, pronounce it. I can't. Uh, Doig List <laughs> from uh, our quiet friend. Yes. Uh, uh, also, we've got new Ghosts of Men single, which came or, out last month. Or Goats of Men, if you saw their advert for the latest release. <laughs> goats of it's Men. Just a goat. It's just a goat. So you've given it to yourself, like a scapegoat. It's, uh, escape Ghost. Yeah, Escape Ghost. Nice. <laughs> and uh, we've got some in Pilo. Yeah, nice. What? what? Uh, amazing. Do you know the story about Scapegoat? No, but well, I have heard it, but I've forgotten it. Tell me. It's tell basically me. like back in medieval times, people would, would have a goat. And they would basically spend like a couple of weeks, maybe conve- confessing their sins to it, and just sort of like telling it, telling a goat like what it, what they've done wrong in life. It's like oh, I cheated on my husband, or like oh, I killed a guy, uh, and like and then <laughs> one or the other. And they would just parade this goat through town, and people would just lob stuff at it, and just be like ah, I hate you, goat. Poor little boy. I know this little goat. Oh, no, and they would little, choose cute. goats to do it that would look shifty. They would choose the shiftiest goat to do it, so people like devil goat. I would surmise that all goats look a bit shifty. Yeah. However, sideways eyes, isn't it? Honestly, like they're my I think they're my spirit animal. <laughs> You're a shifty goat. They're little, they're cute, they've got a bit of face fluff, but they also are just they're a little bit vicious out of the blue. There's just nothing they're just like, hey, 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 ah and then just headbutt you. I remember going Yeah, to, you've headbutted me multiple times. I have, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. What'd you do? Musically, you goat. <laughs> so um, I've I've had a busy week of uh, headbutting a lot of people. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on the growing horns thing. On brand. Not very good at it. Um, no, you're not a horn player. You're a bass uh, player. Uh, oh man, growing horns. Just imagine like just you know. Yeah, I've got a couple a of trumpet thing. players off a tree. <laughs> there you go. Freshly trump- picked. There is a trumpet plant, isn't there? Uh, what, uh, there oh is, yeah. It looks um, a bit like a saxophone, doesn't it? Yeah. The, the, like it's got the like the victory bell. Is that what it's called? No, that's the Pokemon version of it. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of the Pokemon. <laughs> I might be thinking of the Pokemon. You get this. You've been playing too much of the app. Yeah, that's very much a thing. Let me just put I want to know what you've been doing, Harley. Oh. Apart from headbutting people, it's been a it's been a right week. This it's uh, it's been good. I've just realised this. I don't know if you uh, on the Trello. Once you've finished an event, it deletes it off your past thing. So I'm looking at my diary and thinking, what did I do last week? And it's saying nothing. Nothing. So but. for anybody that doesn't quite know, Trello is a... Uh, it's a, it's a, a project producti- management. Project management, product- productivity. It's a word um, that helps you to just sort of, yeah, plan events and things like that. We talked about it on the show before. Yeah. So just, you know, keep your ears open. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, God, yeah. I don't know are by you, now. Are God. you still using Trello? Yes, I am still using yep. Trello. I probably um, use it differently to you because you can change... Yeah, you can sort yeah. of work it how you want to. So I'd like I'd be interested to see how you use it actually. Maybe see if we'll, I can maybe we'll do better. Like compare notes afterwards. Oh, mate, yeah. Mm. That's a good stuff. God, that's really exciting. Oh yeah, this is this is, peak, this is peak peak adult. Gets no better than this, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Here we fart are. jokes and apps. <laughs> <laughs> or an app that is a fart. Oh well. Hmm. So yeah, um I've been doing a few bits here and there. Um was it last week I went to uh London? No, no, that was a week before. I've already talked about that. Let's Old just, news. Let's just skip to the weekend. Uh, so Friday, I had a nice long drive to Salisbury with Chart Attack. Oh, so, steak times. Yeah, we've... Um, I, it, was a, it was a bit of a sketchy time. We had first song to learn, um, which is nice and simple, but we had a few extra songs to learn because the couple had requested no Bruno Mars... No Stevie Wonder. Right. And that's half a set for us. <laughs> that That's literally half of a set. Why no? Who uh, those? Uh, they just neither of them are fans of either, really. Yeah. So, um, okay. which is fair. We, we came to all, which was, it was actually worked out really good for us because we were like, well, we need to learn loads of new songs because we yeah. need a longer set. Uh, we've got now a point a roster of about 50 songs. Um, I'd Great. like to get us to about 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... As we keep adding songs, there are songs that we'd like to take out. So it's it's always a bit of a, a um, two step forwards, one step backwards, and, and building that set up. But 
yeah, gigs as like more this. and more artists seem to come out with, <laughs> with yeah. horrible allegations against them. So, Potentially, yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we are we've slowly added building up our set, and we got to a really good level where we can. Someone says, "Oh, can you not do that artist that or those two artists that you play that contrive of most of your first <laughs> set?" You know. Yeah. And we went, "Yeah, we can do that. It's fine." Nice. No problem. <laughs> um, it was a bit of a mad dash to get everything uh, to get out of the door. We had to leave at 12 o'clock to get there for five. It sounds long-winded, but picking everybody up, making sure we've got everything uh, in place and we've got time to eat was a thing. Yeah, that is, oh, uh, which we'll be talking about later. We, we didn't tell them that. what we're talking about later, did we? Well, you just did. Oh, we're going to be talking about what to eat before gigs. Mm. Here we go. Um, but in an interesting way. Yeah, yeah, like. Not yeah. like, I had a McBagel. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got there. It was a brand new venue um, in, yeah. uh, I can't remember the, the exact town. We had to go past a uh, tank crossing. To oh, get yes. Yeah, there's a lot of those, isn't there? Yeah. That, You're that like, cool. There's never a tank, though. No, that's, that's the best part of a tank crossing is, is the, the tank. The tank crosses <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you you love this. Uh-oh. We turned up. Plugs all along the back, oh, loads of plugs, and great. I was like, "Yes, thank you. This is nice." We were warned about beforehand, however, there was a noise limiter. Oh, uh, oh! And then she said, "the the events manager um, came up to us and he goes, I'm really sorry. You can't use any of the plugs on the back." Uh huh. Yeah, because the noise limiter's broken and sets off really low. Oh. and we're like, okay. So so she fed us two feeds, one for each side of the stage, and we had no noise limiter. Amazing. <laughs> so anyone who doesn't know what lo- noise limiter is, it happens in venues uh, where there are residential homes nearby and where they've had noise complaints in the mm. past, where if the volume reaches a certain level, cuts off the sound, to the, cuts off the power to the stage, which mm. is really annoying and really dangerous for amplifiers as well. Yeah, uh, valve is. amps, like, it Digital happened with me. Digital desks as well. If you've just yes. saved a scene on your on yep. your desk and then suddenly the power cuts out and it's not saved. Yeah. Um, so basically, you know, if you're a digital desk, then basically you can recall it all. So yeah. the levels are exactly the same. The EQs are the same. The compression's all the same. But suddenly if the power cuts out, then that's gone. Yeah. And you have to redo your sound check. Yes. We were really lucky because... Well, you know, generally we're lucky with our desk that if you turn it off when you turn it on, it's you're, it's a, it saves to its last known settings, but you still will then have to connect it to the Wi-Fi, and that can take a bit of a time. Yeah. But luckily, we didn't have that as a problem, and Good. apparently the noise limit was set so low that for the entire part of our set, it was all the way onto the four bars red. Wow! It was really low. I mean, to the point the crowd were applauding afterwards, and that was would have been setting off the sound limiter. So they were they were like, yeah, this it's not right, so just, yeah. But they said, well, keep the noise down if you can. Mm-hmm. We, we did. We, we kept as quiet as we possibly could. It was only like an 80-person wedding, nothing right. too massive. Yeah. So uh-huh. uh, And it was just a really good set. It was really good fun. Uh, we felt really good afterwards. Um, uh, and Oscar, um, sorry, Elliot uh, turned to us at the end of the set and goes, I think this is possibly one of the best we've played. Wow. Like, we were really mm-hmm. tight and... Uh, Elliot's got quite a high threshold of what is good, um, which is good for someone who's leading the band because he knows when it's right. Yeah. When it's right, it's right. Um, so it was a bit of a compliment from him to go, yeah, thumbs up, guys, well really done. Nice. Um, but we were really happy after that. Mm. Um, we drove home straight off, uh, got home at like five in the morning, uh, which made my lesson in midday a little bit difficult. Oh, but um, it was all right. Uh, good. It was a three-gig weekend for me, wasn't it? Well done. Yeah, so Saturday night, I was at the Half Moon, which is great for me. It's literally down the road from my house. Good. Don't stalk me, please. <laughs> um, yeah, Half Moon Just me. in Walton. Um, it's They do a beer festival yeah. uh, around September every year. I think they do two beer festivals, actually. One mm-hmm. in May, one September, I believe. Um, and it's great. It's quite funny, because Mary, bless her, the, the landlady, doesn't drink like real ales and beers and stuff. That's not her thing. <laughs> So I turned up. I went, Mary. What? What? What's, what's good? And she's like, I don't know. Like, Didn't you pick them? She's like, Yeah, I just got the regulars to pick what they think was good. And I was like, See, I just picked the ones with the funniest name. She was like, Yeah, I've, I've done that in the past, and it does work. But they're also awful sometimes. Yeah, you got you, you got to get some professional help. So luckily, yeah. she works in the pub. Professional by being drunks. Well, they have a lot of camera uh, enthusiasts nice. and stuff. As in. Uh, campaign for real ale not yeah. like photographers yeah yeah camera <laughs> enthusiasts they were great with beer yeah um 
So it was great. We did uh, a quite a long second set. So we did like a 45 and then like an hour and a half on the second set um, to kind of keep uh, keep things going all the way to the end. And it was good fun. Like the, It's the classic oddball and shifty twin show. We had a lot of banter with the crowd. We had a lot of people heckling us in the way that we really like. Um, and the sound, we just got really good. Nice. Uh, I think the, you know Oliver's got a new guitar and it really is nice. It's mm. a Chapman. Oh, right, uh, yeah. Like the Telecaster style yeah. Chapman two humbucker. And it's just really tight. And it, there's, it's nice and full, but there's still loads of space for where the bass sits around good. it. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it just got the right level of silly. <laughs> um, and all, all hilarities ensued. It was great. And Which one were you? Were you Oddball or were you one of the Shifty Twins on that gig? Can't you tell? No. I wasn't I mean, there. I've got, got to be honest, a little bit offended that you don't know who the twins are. But you, but anyway, you change it every gig. <laughs> it's an interesting thing, actually. We don't actually tell anyone who the, who, who's the Oddball and who's the Shifty Twins. We leave it up to them. <laughs> but when Mary texted me and said, so what sort of music is it? Because it's not often you get a gig from someone just going... You play in a band, but because where I drink, she's like, I know you're good because you played here with Chart Attack, whatever. You can find a band. Yeah, great. Uh, and I said, yep, we'll do that. Uh, and she's like, what sort of stuff is Oddball? And I said, uh, I find the find the poster. Oh, here we go. Because I didn't realise she was going to put this on the poster. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, every, just assume that everything that's going on there can be. Yeah. Um, so I, she just texts me and I text back going, classic rock, good vibes, silly solos and a weird pirate drummer. <laughs> and then that went on the good, <laughs> went good. On, the, on the poster. And Dan was like, "Thanks, man. Why did you put that?" I'm like, "Have you seen yourself lately? You look like a pirate. Sometimes you dress like a pirate." He does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he rocks it. He rocks on it purpose, hard. So that's good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there were a lot of pirate uh, references as well throughout the evening, and it was great because you had people turning up just going, "We just came to see the pirate drummer." Uh, yeah. And uh, which was really good, and uh, yeah. Nice. great vibes more of that the great thing was it was the end of my road so I left my stuff there carried on yeah. drinking had a lot of time tried a few of the ales as well there's some really good ones mm-hmm. I was going by numbers I can't remember the names of any of them good um, so numbers of how many you had yeah and then picked that's five of that one so it must be good uh, yeah and then I picked some Drink stuff up in the morning yeah. um, oh, which nice. was nice and easy I mean so nice and easy I woke up at like half eleven and just strolled down there slowly and as I got there um, the back porch band was setting up for their gig oh great yeah so the it was classics. Cool. good to see those guys and have a little chat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to kind of move some stuff around um, and get ready for my gig in the evening, which was with Hoppy and the Hopefuls. Uh, we had Tim Ainsley on guitar. Yeah. Um, who did great, had some really cool chops, uh, different to yourself. It was really interesting to hear a different sort of for, type, form of those songs. Yeah. Because all the gigs we've done with the Hopefuls have been with you. Mm-hmm. To, so to have another guitarist who's got a very different style from yourself. Um, you can say he's better, it's fine. No, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that at all. Uh, but you're just from different colour palettes. And mm. it was really, uh, uh, really cool just to see how things, how different things can sound, you yeah. know. Um it was great. Interesting story, actually. Oh. I was... Uh, Here we go to Harley's interesting story corner. I was, went to go uh, swap some stuff around in the van because I didn't need all the stuff I needed from Saturday night. Mm. Uh, I was only going down the road, so I didn't load it particularly well. Oh. Uh, and I uh, hit a pothole on the way, which kind of toppled one of my subs that went through my window. Oh. No. Smashed me window. I was a little bit upset. And now you're the guy with the bin bag for a window. I'm bin bag window guy. You're bin bag window Hashtag guy. Hashtag bin bag window guy. Uh, if you... Everything's good. If you see somebody with a bin bag window, you're like, everything's going wrong in your life, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that I've... was the straw that broke the. the I don't know the if that's an window. existing hashtag, but if it isn't, just just post saying just just do a tweet just saying hashtag, hashtag bin, bin bag, bag window, window guy. guy. <laughs> and I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we we feel you. I want to try and get one in. At least one other continent. So if you're over in the states, hashtag binbag window guy. Yeah, go on. And send a picture of the Your podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, screenshot the podcast and be like, well, "I'm listening to this." Yeah. Hashtag binbag window guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a bit annoying. Luckily, I've got two vans. Noise. So I swapped stuff around, put everything in the old van. Um, the more I, the more I, it takes me to like sell that van. The more I'm thinking I can't. I just got to no, keep you it. Need it. So useful. Harley, I want to know something. What? What was the highlight of your musical weekend? Oh, there was so much. I think, for me, it was the Oddball gig, because we don't gig with Oddball. 
uh, that often. Um, and it was just silly. It was great fun. I mean, to be honest, actually, I'm going to say gigging with Dan Dolman in general, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. That is good. And one more thing. Yes. Um, if there is one particular thing that you have learned this weekend, what would it be what that you could l- give people? Always strap your stuff down in the van. That's a very good point. Yeah. Load responsibly. Remember that glass isn't as strong as you think it might be. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's yeah, it's, it's, a great, it's a great piece of advice because, yeah, gear moves around and I've had a lot of gear break in the back of my van if I haven't strapped it down. Yeah. Which is most of the time. So yeah. I'm going to just listen to your advice. So, yeah. We'll get some ratchet straps after this. Mm, ratchet and clanks. <laughs> so uh, this is a brand new single, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's only been out a couple of weeks by the wonderful goats of me. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, goats of men no uh, men goat man goats man goats they're well done man goats Chris is is it Chris no he's got got a beard (laughs) Pete Peter yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got a bit of a beard, isn't he? Yeah, Cleggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a goatee Clegg. Um, so yeah, right, okay. So you guys are going to love this. This one's called I See You. Check it out on Ghost of Men's Facebook page. Uh, there's a link to it. Uh, all over Spotify, all over iTunes. I'm going to get it going. Love you guys. Enjoy yourselves. That was I See You, it's two, three letters, Yeah. Uh, by Ghosts of Men, oh sorry, Goats of... of, of, of Goats of me. Me. <laughs> uh, they're playing this weekend in Colchester with Horrible Dolphins, so that is an Good amazing lineup. lineup. Yeah. Um, so stick around for the gig list nice. at the end. So I've been doing things... Wait, 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 wait. What? I'm, I'm, I'm working on a new jingle. Oh, are you? Go on. Oh, oh I'm so excited. <clears throat> Josh, what did you do? wow you vamped that didn't you yeah oh yeah <laughs> You're like, i'm working on something i've got it out now there yeah. it is yeah, there we go. Good. um actually one of my students does that every yeah. single time like he's this really excitable little kid from year four um and he's actually he's year he was year three now he's year four so he's he's eight and he says uh he said at the end of every lesson he goes josh 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 Josh, you know, like, is it Bromwin? But, 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 yes, yeah, I, 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 no, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he basically said, oh, I wrote a song, I've been writing a song, and uh, I mean, it's not quite finished yet, but I really want to show you guys the, the song, the song, and I'm like, okay, go on, off you go, Tommy, and he uh, and he just plays random notes, <laughs> he just goes. <laughs> it's a working progress so i mean i guess it is a working i'm just every time i'm like i encourage it i'm just like cool yeah go home and and put an put an actual chord on it maybe um anyway so this week last week i've been doing uh, it's the end of my school holidays uh, as i'm back teaching this week uh i'm I'm back at moreland tomorrow so i've been making the most of my time with writing stuff over this summer um mostly for the lockabillies um i've been writing a lot of like straight up rockabilly tracks, which has been really fun. Like the, it, for the last album, I was sort of dabbling on lots of different styles around rockabilly, but not really sticking to specific rockabilly. So this album is going to be very much straight down the middle. If you like your rockabilly, nice. you're going to love this. Right. Um, we're going to be slowly releasing it uh, after we've actually properly practiced them and, and, and gigged them. Um, and uh, yeah, really been loving it. It's, I've been merging them in with my my concept album idea so adding sort of you know all the lyrics telling stories but also making them catchy is quite Mm. a difficult thing so i've been trying to tell the story through you know chants and and repetitive lyrics that people can latch on to as well as make sense of a wider picture so it's it's been really good in um kind of a technique to go into yeah um so yeah it's it what's been great about that is a lot of the time i'll just be sitting there listening to loads and loads of rockabilly um from charlie feathers to johnny burnett um and just thinking about the style the techniques they're using on guitar so what i'll do is i'll just sit there and i will just practice and transcribe uh, a lot of rockabilly techniques put them into my own fingerings that i'm 
you know kind of used to because a lot of guitarists use different fingers than each other yeah. for different jobs um, of course yeah and uh, like I like to pick my nose with my first finger you know um, mostly while I'm playing so. I'm a second finger guy oh right, yeah, yeah. that's what you mean hey, yeah, yeah. Everyone... facts yeah. bringing it back um, so yeah like it was really great to just kind of practice these techniques and then use them to write a song so I'd be like okay so um it's there's, there's this great little solo in a Gene Vincent song that goes and then it carries on with the improvisation and I'm like I could write a whole song with just that bit just bad edit bad edit bad edit bad bad yeah really works so yeah just from practicing techniques you can write songs and I've yeah I've set myself a thing every day um well when I don't when I'm not teaching is that at one o'clock I I practice a new technique and mm -hmm. go over new techniques that I've just been learning. And then at two o'clock, I write using those techniques. So it's kind of trying to use it uh, in a kind of abstract sense and in a practical sense. So it's thinking about how you can apply it to your playing and then also apply it to the songs you write. Um, right, and yeah. I think that, that it makes techniques on your instrument so much more relevant when I you actually... It's it's good that if you write with a technique rather than use that technique on an already existing song or like try and shoehorn it yeah. into a, a, a it, it makes you kind of really understand the technique or the, yeah. the, the, the phrasing. You hope so, right? <laughs> yeah. So you're trying different styles. I was also, I've also been writing a lot of pirate songs Yarr. for the Buccaneers. It's been really fun. So I want to thank everybody that's been helping me out because I've been looking for local historic stories to turn into pirate songs. And it's been really, really fun. Um, uh, you you helped me out with one. Oh yes, the, did the you? The Oak Island Mysteries. Yes, which was which was really fun in Canada. It's Nova Scotia, isn't it? Just off the coast of Nova, Nova Scotia. I couldn't remember where it was, but yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, yeah, it's about Captain Kidd's treasure and maybe yeah. the Holy Grail. If you guys are interested in that, um, you know they, there was a discovery in the 1790s, um, which they found the money pit, and uh, they're still digging for it now. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. Um, but it's been really great to write these write using that style because it's more like pogues flogging molly mm. um with a little bit of sort of the dubliners in there um so there's irish influences and a lot more european style folk rather than americana and and and, and western yeah. uh, country music um so yeah that's been a nice departure from a lot of the stuff i've been playing for obviously Amazing. i'm playing mandolin in that band and a lot of ukulele of course yeah. um and tom plays banjo so i'm trying to be writing stuff not that he could play but just stuff that he could do Better make, than me, <laughs> if that makes he sense. He could make something that works. Yeah, banjolili. Exactly. So I'd be like, you know, this is this is a, an interesting type part. If you could do something in this vein, that'd be great. Yeah. So that's been making me practice mandolin and banjo a lot more, and and it's so good to practice different instruments that are similar to yours. Because I mean, mm. guitar, you know, banjo, mandolin, and ukulele as well. They are, you know in in the similar vein but the tuning's completely different the string types are completely different uh you know the the intervals between the strings so where your finger placement for a specific type of chord or a minor major or minor is going to be completely different so it, it really does uh force you to think more while you're playing because you know you're kind of unlearning something it's the same as a new language um yeah. you know if, if you learn italian and spanish they're still latin languages and there are so many words that are very similar, yeah. but they mean completely different things. So it's, it's exactly the same. So if you are a string player, I really recommend you trying out a different different one. Um, so uh, I was doing a bit of that. I also had a Goofy Dust gig. <laughs> Go goofy Dust. <laughs> goofy Dust. Goofy Dust. That sounds like that dirty Disney character. <laughs> Oh, I've got so. Oh, I've got um, So yeah, that was at the Louis Marchese in Norwich with Goofy Dust um, for Fine City Blues. That was really good. Um, so that was last Thursday. Yeah, okay. Actually do, um, it's nice to do a Thursday night gig. Yes, Thursday night gigs. It was in the middle of Norwich, um, which is very hard to park in. But it was just <laughs> such a beautiful. It was in the middle of Tombland as well. Right. So Tombland, if any of you guys don't know what that is, it's just a really old part of Norwich where there's all these cobbled streets and these you know houses that are you know from the 1500s, sort of just towering over the road. And you think you know if you go past there in a van, you're going to knock off the second floor. You know. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it, it's a wonderful part of town. It yeah. Really old lamps. So. Um, well, did you find any inspiration from that kind of thing of the sort of the old timey music? Did yes. You, did you find yourself well, going? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was sort of 
it's very misty down there at that point. So yeah, it, it was it was quite like evocative. Um, but they got this great thing in the Louis Marchese. I'd never been there before. Really old pub. They had us upstairs and downstairs. They had another band on, okay, and the cool. place was rammed. It was not rammed, but I mean, it was a Thursday night, and there were at least fifty people at each gig. Well, that's great. Which is amazing on a Thursday night. Um, and downstairs was an amazing venue. Yeah. So check out the Louis Marchese. Uh, it's called the Crypt downstairs, right. and oh, it sounds... looks like a crypt. It looks like some like you know the sort of the, the nook of uh, an old church. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's got these really sort of diamond shapes all over the place. And yeah, it looks like it should be a stained glass window in there. But yeah, you should check it out. Um, we, uh, I'm, we might talk about this in a bit, but I'm not sure we should open it up now. I don't know. Are we going to talk about the school yet? We uh... we probably should if we should have been. Yeah. Yeah. So there is there is so if anybody's been looking for a new rock project, yeah, there's stuff moving right now and it's moving very quickly. Uh, looking like at the end of this month we're yeah. going to be doing something. So um, we haven't completely settled on a name yet, but it's a lot of the same team. Yeah. Um, and well, I'm making it sound like we've done most of the work. It's been <laughs> it's been Ashley Howard. Yes. I, um, I literally just missed a call from him. So uh, like, yeah. he's he's really. Uh, getting it going really sorting and, it out uh, it looks like it's it's going to be even better than it was yes exactly so if you are interested in getting uh performance and band tuition um or you just want to find out for your kid or whatever please yeah. get in touch uh, you can message us via the harley and josh show facebook page or find us on twitter at lockabillies or at harley c yep. um so yeah that'll be really fun um I played a wedding last weekend nice. as well. So last Saturday I was at the Tannington House, another new ve- wedding venue. Right. Uh, they'd only had sort of five weddings before. Beautiful old barn yeah. in the middle of the Suffolk countryside, right near Framlingham. Great. Sort of just, just the other side of Saxted. And really gorgeous, like lovely people. Um, there were sort of a lot of the, the Wickham Market FC guys who we've played for at Party by the Pitch. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of like their family band now. So I oh, love it. It's really, really fun. So yeah, it was just, I knew a lot of the people there. Uh, a lot of the people there who I didn't know knew us. So there were this, you know, sort of good requests. We got the, the father of the bride. No, the father of that, the groom came up and did Johnny Be Good. Oh, amazing. With us and he was in a kilt. So Johnny Be Good. <laughs> Johnny Be Good, like, <laughs> you're a good boy. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that was that was that was a really nice little weekend actually. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. So as you asked me, I'm going to ask you the Go same thing. So, uh, what was your highlight of of last week? Highlight of last week. I'm going to so had- say. Oh, that is a very good question. Highlight. I got to see my auntie. She came down from Arizona. Oh, that's um, amazing. So I got to see her. I mean, that's not musical, but okay. My my, hey, my highlight hey. is I wrote a song. Go on. Um, my musical highlight is I wrote a song about pirate priests from Suffolk. Ah, oh, yes, because you were telling me about this when I yeah. popped by on Thursday, So I'm going to mash it? that in with the second question. Yeah. What's so this? so what have you learnt? What I learnt <laughs> was that in the uh, 11th century, there was a, a monastery in Minsmere, just north of Leyston, and there are records that show that these priests funded moving their abbey from the bog in Minsmere down to Leyston, Leyston Abbey, which is still standing in the 1300s, mm. but with piracy. They wow. were pirate priests. They went out and they stole ships. There was one ship they stole that was on the way to uh, from Stephen Lefrere that was going to Dunnage. Uh, they stole it. They took it back to their little secret harbour, robbed all the stuff, uh, and then uh, the law found out about it and took the, took the ship back, <laughs> took it to Dunnage, and the priest just went to Dunnage and took it back again. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate google it it's a thing you've got you've got to admire their courage yeah like, exactly. you know just the fearlessness <laughs> exactly it's like you know they serve the lord but not the lords so yeah all right this <laughs> oh, is, i like that yeah there we go so this is a new song called doiglist um by uh our quiet friends they're from norwich they're playing locally soon at the john peel center check out the gig list for when and when um this all right so the, the only lyrics in this song are this i'm gonna murder it uh doiglist and keg Grando moi nati sharad, which is Welsh for two ears, one mouth, listen more than you talk.
That was Doiglist by our quiet friends. They're playing locally. Um, this weekend so stick around for the gig list that's available on all the different places that you can find good music so let's get on to the music news patreon is thinking about giving its artists loans and health care hmm. this week on music news. Oh. there we go You've got a great voice. You don't for get radio. that from the BBC, do you? And no. Somebody having a stroke halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to finish that one. Uh, no, no stop head. it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. There are no other radio stations available. It's just us. So, um, this story uh, I read from Ashley King on Digital Music News. Uh, this is really interesting. So, and Patreon. Uh, what, what is Patreon, Harley? So, Patreon is basically a website where you can donate money to support um essentially content creators mm. online mm -hmm. whether that is people who um build things uh or are just entertainment videos and stuff mm -hmm. on it's mostly youtube based yeah just because youtube is a great platform uh for people to show share stuff but it doesn't always bring in the, the right amount of income to be able to sustain that kind of things so people can subscribe to patreon and donate money to a, an artist or a producer that they, they enjoy is it a one-time donation or is it a, a subscription fee it tends to be a monthly subscription and mm -hmm. it can be as low as i think the bottom price is one dollar a month right uh, i think it could be more than that australian I'm, dollars right uh american oh yeah <laughs> yeah so Isn't that's like cool? another 20p difference <laughs> There we go. This is my 1, extensive knowledge of of, cur of <laughs> world currency. Nice. Well, so the, the news is Patreon is considering new ways to provide capital funding and other financial services to artists. Um, other services on the table include healthcare and HR support. HR support being a big deal, really, because yeah. you know us in in bands, we don't have an HR department. No. So if you do go to a venue um, and you are sexually assaulted, who are you going to report it to? Uh, there's barely anybody. So uh, anyway, CEO Jack Conti says that most platforms either exploit artists are, or are only marginal or, or only marginally compensate them. So you know, I think there's like this whole thing with pledge uh, pledge music has been uh, a massive debacle that we've talked about on the show before where artists haven't been paid yeah. and the business went bust. Um, so, But Conti also noted that platforms expressly built for creators aren't focused on creators. Instead, they're focused on bringing in advertising dollars. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but Conti is, is a musician himself, isn't he? He is, yeah. So, um, Patreon started out, I believe, um, there's a, I call them a YouTube band, Mm -hmm. So a band who started doing covers and stuff on YouTube called Pomplamoose, which him and his wife uh, do, and they produce Natalie some really Dawn. Her name is nice one. Um, they produce some really cool sort of covers and like interesting versions of stuff. Um, kind of uh, like kind of how Walk the Earth did it. Yeah, a bit more more uh, classic musician right. mu instruments. They're, they're less uh, uh, improvised. Yeah. instruments than that but yeah. they you know they just go for a different take on it and a different uh thing natalie's voice is really soft and really quite is it weird i, I don't want to sound sexist but she has a really cute voice <laughs> you know and i'm not i don't mean that in a in a like so you're, creepy you're a way. man and you've got a cute voice so yeah i know i like it. Mm. oh no it gets a bit <laughs> oh, that's weird <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> So that went creepy. So I'm not going to use that word. Okay, Good. so she, yeah, but like I love I love the stuff they produce and they wanted to sort of find a way that, that people could donate and money keep them going because they were producing covers and you don't always get monetized videos for that kind of stuff. So they started up Patreon, then other other YouTubers started to um open accounts with them and do mm. stuff like that. I have a couple of channels that um I subscribe to on Patreon to support mm. support their stuff. What, and, what what made you want to support them? Um, I again, I just really want them to keep making stuff. Yeah. Um, if you don't stand yeah. up, then that's uh, I, I there's one that I I contribute. I'm, it's like five Australian dollars a month, right. um, and I get access. It's a podcast channel, uh, and they give and I get extra podcasts because I'm a, a subscriber. Nice. Um, which is great for that kind of stuff. But so. They are coming from a musical point of view, yeah. And uh, so it's really good 
you know that this is this is coming from the right place because these people are, are on exactly, the ground. They've had it. So yeah. uh, the thing is, lenders most of the time when you're an artist, they want to see traditional pay stubs. So like, you know, if you're PAYE yeah. or whatever, um, if you want to get a loan for your business or for your YouTube channel or something yeah. like that to keep it running. Uh, but, you know, most artists don't have traditional pay stubs. No. no they no. barely even have a, an Excel spreadsheet sometimes. <laughs> so uh, that quickly ends uh, the possibility of a deal with a bank if you don't have anything to back up that you're earning. Um, Conti says that his iTunes sales reports to the bank uh, to verify his info, um, they didn't understand it, basically. The banks and the lenders didn't really understand music royalties. It's, so. it, it's, it's a new format that... I guess these kind of banks are still kind of yeah, catching they're not up. Not quite with. used to the gig economy that we're kind yeah. of in as millennials. Um, anyway, Patreon will distribute over five hundred million dollars in funding to creators this year. Wow. Five hundred million. Uh, Patreon earnings compared to ad-supported earnings can be fifty to a hundred times higher. So if you are a, a YouTube creator and you're getting most of your money from just the ads that you know the ad payments ad, was it ads. Uh, what's it called? Ad Smart or something? AdSense. AdSense. That's it. Yeah. On the some line there. Uh, it was a wonky line. Uh, <laughs> in some situations, um, yeah, that the Patreon just doubles it or yeah, hundred times it. That's great. <laughs> so you can do better with that. Um, Patreon also allows creators to have a more consistent relationship with its community while reaping the benefits of direct contributions. So yeah, you get a lot of feedback from your Patriot, well, patrons. Yeah saying i liked what you did this week um i've been you know and, and i've been watching you for a year now i would really enjoy it if you talked about this next week or if you wrote a song about this or if you yeah. you know tried your hand at this and you can go okay this is what my fans actually want and if yeah. you hear more hear, hear it more than once then you know you've got a consensus almost yeah. so yeah um there are certainly starving artists on patreon however uh, but at least it's a chance to improve on comically low royalty payments offered by platforms like spotify and youtube yeah so yeah the fact that they're looking at giving artists loans um and healthcare i mean this is an american site so yeah, healthcare they, they don't have an nhs um so they don't it's very useful have for health those. insurance a lot of the yeah. time if you're self-employed um and it's also talking about hr support HR, hr support i mean all three of those things we don't have i mean yeah we've got a union in the uk uh and, that, and the musician british musicians union is very good for yeah. that kind of stuff i don't know what the us but equivalent is like I, i've forgotten what the name was but you know it only goes so far um you know the musicians union what you get from your kind of constant contributions um you know there, there is still a limit there's still an upper limit of what you can do uh, you can get your pli from it but you know hr support and things like this and i've had times in the past when i've you know reported things to the musicians union they'd just be like yeah we don't give advice we just uh, we just pass you on to somebody else and i'm like what do you mean <laughs> that's twice yeah. that's happened i'm like okay but you know maybe if you are going through a private firm like patreon um yeah they you know might have some money in there and it is it's worth just advertising the the, the program itself if you are like a, uh, a creator and stuff like that uh, especially YouTube create the, who YouTubers who are doing covers and stuff where you're not necessarily your videos aren't getting monetized. I mean, our reference, of course, is Mr. Rainer Van Dale, who's a great YouTuber and does a lot of videos. But who's that? Never heard of him. Ah, uh, he's a, he's just some fella. Rainer Van Dale. Rainer Van Dale. Rainer Van Dale. Yeah. Rainer Vandal. Oh. Yeah. No, um, never heard of him. But his drum covers never get monetized because they're covers of other bands' songs that already exist. So that all that money's. Uh, going straight to the arts, which he's okay with because they created the song and allowed him to do what he does. Mm -hmm. But as, you know, someone who wants to keep making these videos, they don't, they cost him money. Yeah. He has to pay for a studio, has to pay, uh, and also takes the time out of his day to edit and to actually learn the songs and stuff. So they don't just drop out of the Graham Norton, do they? No, no. So they, they need the, uh, it helps to have a little bit of a, money coming in just to kind of fund it so if someone perhaps loved Rainer's last set of drum covers and want to see him do more they might want to go down that route to yeah. sort of try and fund that kind of thing yeah. so it's a it's a really it's a great that's, thing to that's do that's the that's the kind of the, the the economy that we're in right now yeah if you are enjoying somebody's content like the harley and josh show um just rating and liking, subscribing, yeah. all of that stuff is so helpful because it just helps to get more data showing that you're doing all right. And if somebody like Patreon yeah. wants to make a take a risk in, in loaning you something, mm. then they've got something to back you up. So yeah, it, whatever content that you like listening to, watching, reading online, 
make sure you give them a little bit of like and subscribing. Yeah. Including this one. Yeah, um, So, stars. Harley, let's do your section, hey? Shall we? Thing I found report back this morning. Harley. Oh, Jingle Harley. Oh, what did you think about Harley? So, I've had a big thing this weekend, like, um, and I've been caught with it twice, and I... I I'm one of those people... Not I'm heroin re- again. No, 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 not this time. Uh, okay, um, be responsible, guys. Yeah, please, please, please don't touch it. Um, <laughs> so, with our gig on Friday, we drove straight there. We got there, set up, did our first set. And I really was struggling because I hadn't had time to eat. Eat. Um, and so when we sort of start, I, I did have something to eat beforehand, but not a great deal. Uh, and it really did affect my playing. So what's it made you think, think, talk about? Well, my thing was, what? how can we combat that? Didn't it, uh, I'm sure other people may have the same problem um, where, you know, you need to make sure that you're well-fueled for a gig. It's a very, it, it's quite an intense workout, uh, uh, mm. a, a doing a gig. You're, you're standing up for two hours at least, dancing, playing, singing, which is, you know, it's quite a... a cardiovascular thing i mean mm. it involves heavy breathing it has to be a cardiovascular mm-hmm. thing um so you need to make sure you've got a lot of fuel in you and stuff like that however if you're singing surely there's certain things that you should and shouldn't be eating and drinking before you sing mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if you've got any experience on this kind of thing i know a, a friend of mine uh, matt white uh always doesn't touch dairy on the day that he's singing because yeah. that can clog up Clogs your throat up, yeah. and uh, make you a bit phlegmy and not have that kind of that clear tone that you, you're, you're, you're trying, mm. striving for. Yeah. Um, so, you know, do you have any kind of strict rules in terms of, like, pre, pre-gig pre uh, dietary setup? I should, but I don't. No. I, I always make sure I'm well-fed before a gig nowadays. Yeah. I, I used to be really bad at it, and then there would just be points where I'd get really lightheaded. Um, and almost pass out on stage because I just don't have the energy for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We used to be just be like, oh, wolf down a subway halfway before you, half an hour before you get on stage. Yeah. And uh, I find myself still still doing stuff like that, but less just from noticing how much it can knock yeah. you. Um, so it, there there is a thing of like, don't not eat. Good old double negatives. Yeah. Uh, but don't cram it in right before the show because the amount of times that I've been you know, rushing around for, you know, two to four hours before before the we actually go on stage. Yeah. Loading everything up. Um, you just don't remind yourself to eat. And so you'll be on stage. Um well, just before you're on stage, you'll cram something in. Like, especially for your wedding, they're just like, Oh, we've got some some yeah. scraps left over. Do you want some? I'm just like <laughs> And then you'll get on stage, you'll start singing, and the amount of times that I have barfed in my mouth oh. during a gig and had to play it off. It's been gross. Oh, man. And that's mostly down to just eating the wrong thing and too close to the show. Yeah. It's, said, it's timing is a, di- it's a big deal with this. I do not struggle with that so much. However, I'm not so much as a singer. I think if you're singing, it's even more yeah, important. Yeah, you're just pushing it up. Yeah. Because you see diaphragm and it's just moving around your stomach. And it's just like... Just, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's what happened at the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a very interesting point. You know... Um, I got caught out at the gig last night because I always keep a packet of crisps and like some peanut bars or whatever in the van for when I need it. But because I'd broken my window and I took my other van, I got to the gig and went, oh, my, my emergency supply box oh, is, stash. Is, is is at home oh, in my man. other van. So um, I, uh, you know, I got caught out there. But that's something that I've kind of used to make to kind of counteract is make sure that there's emergency foods in the glove box all times in that regard because it's quite an easy thing to do especially if you're driving to every gig you've always got that there Um, yeah it's true i mean it's so dairy is a good thing yeah Uh, you know but there's 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 lots of different stories that people swap swap around yeah rich webb hey man uh always Mm. says to eat uh he says uh chinese takeaway is really good all right beforehand he says uh the MSG is just loosens you up if you're singing. Well, like yeah, fair. fair. Well, I don't know. I don't know how you know where the science is in that, but I love Chinese food, so I'm going to take that yeah, up. Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to like that just because Chinese food is always good. So yeah, milk, it's, yogurt, cheese, and other dairy um, is bad. Yeah. Um, Fizzy drinks. 
Yes, yeah. Which I know will upset anyone Make who likes belch. to have a pint when you're yeah. at a gig. But um, I mean, it's it's a good idea. Just I I I say this, and uh, uh, you know, after I I broke my rule last Thursday and I had a had a beer on stage, but drinking uh, at a gig, I just think is a little bit inappropriate sometimes. Yeah, because it was if you're treating it like a professional thing and you're expected to be paid mm. in any other job, you wouldn't be allowed to drink on the job. So we've been fairly lucky in regards uh, well I say lucky but the amount of weddings we've done and we've turned up and before we've even got through the door the bride or the groom would come up to us and go can I get you guys a drink and we're yeah. like yeah water and he's like no I'll get you a pint yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, okay that's fine and then mm. it kind of gives it an okay but mm. still but there's still that thing so in so fizzy drinks um, here I've got this sort of singer's diet little thing I found oh wonderful uh, thing I found found about Thanks. this morning um, uh, sugar without fibre or protein to balance it out can also cause you to wear out very quickly once right. the sugar rush has passed so there's a lot of that in uh, in, in, in some, some fizzy drinks and yes. in pints and things like this so yeah you, you may think that you've got some energy but halfway through the set you'll be gone yeah. uh, caffeine caffeine the same uh, as well yeah. um it's also a diuretic so it makes you want to wee more so on uh, stage can yeah. make you just go Ugh. so if you're drinking way too much coffee beforehand yeah it's uh yeah not a great thing yeah no, that can... chocolate chocolate's that... bad for singing. no chocolate's bad for singing why uh it's a triple threat it naturally contains caffeine yeah but it dry you out and constricts the muscles around your vocal cords it also has an acid acid reflux trigger um, which has happened to me. And like no, no. Usually oh. contains a lot of sugar. Um, but Josh. Yeah. No. Chocolate. Well, well, you do sing. You do backing vocals, so just you can't. I did have a chocolate bar before my set last the night. The more I t- the more I tell you this, the more you're gonna do. It. Yeah. Um, fried foods, um, deep fried or prepared. In <laughs> Sorry, a lot Rich. Of- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of oil tends to gunk up your vocal cords uh, with too much fat. Um, I think you you know if you guys just do this go uh, you know yeah like you can you can feel that you've got feel a lot it of on your throat, stuff on your throat you? yeah. there it's there so it's another heartburn trigger as well um ice water ice water ice water it really does constrict your your vocal cords that's some, actually yeah elliot did t- say this a little while ago and i was like that that blew my mind but, yeah. yeah so yeah it's just dumb like because the amount of years that i was doing it, i was like oh, i can't sing properly today but then i realized you know rich webb told me this another one just don't drink cold water if you're going to sing because you just you can't reach the notes because you can't use your muscles properly he's an infinite vat of knowledge isn't he yeah yeah yes we should get him on the show again exactly i want him back um so there's a couple other things here just quickly before we finish it up alcohol it says um like caffeine alcohol will simply dry out your throat right because it doesn't actually you know hydrate you uh spicy foods because of heartburn uh but it says don't eat nothing so nothing at all. Don't it's eat happy nothing. in between. Isn't it? You don't want to starve yourself before your session or show. Um, you want to make sure you are full, but not overly stuffed. Uh, singing cake takes a lot of energy, so don't make the mistake of skimping on your meal before the show. So yeah, make sure you eat, guys, but don't just eat any old thing. Yeah, be very veggies. Aware. Yeah, things that have things that have uh, you know low low fat, uh, mm. low oil. Well, not so much low fat, but low sugar and low um, oil content. Yeah, you know, just yeah. Other thing people say about like low sugar. Uh, before you do radio, uh, you should eat an apple because it gets rid of that fatness. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I, I I don't know, but bananas then, are really good for calming heartburn. I found. Oh right, really yeah. good. They're so very neutral. They're very alkaline, so they're yes. very good for acid. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you there know, you there we go. So uh, there you go. If you guys have got some more tips, please let us know. Right in. Yeah, we'll bring it back next week. Yes, exactly. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for what you've been waiting for. Yes, Harley, yeah. Harley, yeah. Harley, yeah. I'm playing at Waterstones this week. You play at Waterstones? I'm playing at Waterstones, the, the bookshop in Ipswich. Amazing. Uh, this Thursday at 7 o'clock uh, for a, a book launch. Um, I've completely forgotten a name. Oh, no, that's not good. I'm going to go find it now. Um, but, yeah, if, uh, if you like your literature and you like your lockabillies, uh, literature billies uh, Liter- are around this Thursday at 7 o'clock. Nice, nice. Nice. I am uh, playing at the Gardener's Arms on Saturday. Very nice. With Chart Attack. I've got that on the list. Seek. Yeah, good. Chart Gardener's Arms. What time? Uh, Saturday at... I'm assuming it's going to be about a nine o'clock start. Nine o'clock, I cool. need to pop by and confirm deets. Um, it's it's Sophie Green this book launches for. So there's, So she'll be there reading it and she'll be also signing stuff from The Haunting of Pelican City. 
So yeah, cheers to Meg Burrows for booking us for that one. Amazing. So the next thing we've got down are Zesty and Sandcastle Jesus, Fleas, and the amazing music we played earlier by our quiet friends. That's this Friday, 13th of September at the John Peel Centre for Creative Arts at 7.30. Cool. Uh, We also have on Friday, the 13th, spooky, (gasps) of September, we have British Tanya Sitotombe. Yeah, that's it. Man, you made... Okay. I'll give you the hard one. Uh, Ross Grow. Max Tatum, Leon Helsby, Galsy, <laughs> Roots, Scoob. Matt in the Hat, Susie Kramer, and Refined at Queen at the Queen Street Brew House from five o'clock. In Colchester, that's nice. Yeah, Roots are going to be there. Mental. Uh, it's in Questlove, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Eclipse. Um, so Steve Mortimer. Yes. And Adelia going to be there uh, at the Swan and Hedgehog right. this Friday uh, at nine o'clock. If you want that place to stay open, get yourself down there. Please do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great that that's, that's back running again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have also going over onto Saturday, uh, 14th of September, we have Impilo and the Naked French at Three Wise Monkeys in Ipswich starting from 8.30. That's amazing. And I'm not doing PA, so I might be able to actually go and watch that. Actually, no, wait. I'm at a wedding. but yeah uh, it's been a while since Impilo have played live locally so if you love that band get yourself down to Three Wise Monkeys and the Naked French are great we've played them on this show before as well so yeah yeah, they're wonderful so uh, we've also got Ghosts of Men uh, launching a video uh, with Horrible Dolphins and I mean that's an amazing lineup, isn't it yeah Um, with Fashoda Crisis that is uh, this Saturday at Coda Colchester at 7 o'clock awesome we have Chart Attack oh it's me I've already said that Chart Attack at the Gardener's Arms it says nine o'clock here. Yeah, we go. Double nine tap. O'clock. Double tap so people remember. Yeah. Um, Flames of the Lizard Birds, uh, Amazing name. the Interesting Times Gang and Banco are here at the Smokehouse this Saturday at 7.30. So, uh, that's the September the 14th here in Ipswich. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, the last uh, one. What's that? Go the on. The last one. So What's we that? have Sun on the 15th of September at Hamford View Tea Room. What are you talking about? Is that what's on there? No. Oh, wait. I've got the whole bit above it, innit? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm packed. Sun, sun is the Sunday, day. Innit? That's Sunday. <laughs> okay, Harley. You didn't eat before the show, did no, you? I didn't. Uh, okay. No, I didn't. Okay. I got this. You got this. Yay. Okay. So we've got the Lockabilly's duo Yay! at the Hanford View Centre. That's in Harridge. Harridge. Nice. Um, so, yeah, um, that's going to be really fun. I can't wait. Um, yeah. I'll go down the docks and put my ear out, see if I can hear yeah, you over the sea. But yeah, it's just going to be Rich and I. They've got an outdoor stage. It's a vintage tea room. Um, and awesome. it's, they've got loads of records all over the wall. So if you like your rockabilly and you like your vintage stuff, you've got to check that out. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Yes, uh, it's been great. For joining in today. Thank you very much to Rich and Rob for your comments yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. Um, yeah, you hey. can interact with us all over our Facebook and our socials. Um, just let us know what you want us to talk about. Hashtag bin bag window guy. Hashtag, but it needs to be hashtag. Hashbag. <laughs> Hashbag trash bag. Hashbag um, trash bag. That's yeah, me. let's play some music, shall we? Yeah. Uh, to finish us off, this is a wonderful, wonderful track by our good friends Murray, Bebe, Gav, and Rayner. This is uh, Impilo with Due Time. We've been the Harley and Josh Show. Enjoy your weekend and your week. We'll see you at a gig sometime, eh? Bye. I'm with my-